This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He gets the snap. He wants to throw it. Late rush. He throws it down the field. Intercepted at the 30. 25-20. Minka Fitzpatrick goes into the end zone for the Pittsburgh. Well, we got a marker down on the play, so hold on. There is no foul on the play. Ruling on the field is a touchdown. And this crowd is stunned with the Minka Fitzpatrick interception for the score. And what a beautiful moment that was, Max. You think about it, another Minka magic moment. Always always starts the game off right. Just starts the day right when you just listen to that and peruse that. I always enjoy it. And the fact of the matter is, Minka is the leading vote-getter at his position amongst the Steelers. He's the only one uh, at his position from Pro Bowl, vote, Pro Bowl voting from the fans. So, you know, and you know how the Pro Bowl voting breaks down. You got one-third fans, then you got coaches got a third, and the players got a third. But uh, amongst the fan, fan votes, uh, Minka leads at his position, the only Steeler to do so. What do you think? Well, well I mean, hey, exactly. To the victor goes the spoils. <laughs> and Minka is a victor. He, I mean, you know, that we, we play that highlight from the Cincinnati game, first game of the year, and Minka's just simply been there. And he's been steady, Eddie, giving you everything that he's got. So – you know, when I look at that, it's no surprise. I mean, Minka is a crowd favorite, and Minka plays a very physical brand of football that, listen, if you're a casual fan or you're 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 a some-timey fan or a not-so-timey fan, if you happen to watch the Steelers game, you'll notice Minka within the first 20 minutes of game play you're going to know who Minka Fitzpatrick is. And you're, you're, you're going to know really quick that he's really good. So <laughs> kudos, kudos, kudos to Minka. That, that, that's awesome to be leading vote getter in, in the fan category. Exactly so. He is, uh, just to make sure I got this right, first among players at his position in the Pro Bowl voting amongst fans. There you go. I just read it verbatim just so I didn't screw things up like I normally do, you know. Your your verbosity is un is unparalleled. <laughs> now think about this though the, the the Pro Bowl Max the Pro Bowl it's so man I can't now they they've scrapped the Pro Bowl which I understand because it it really it was getting to be such a sham it just looked bad but you're gonna play seven on seven flag football in in its place um, again I go back to my original suggestion was. What they should do, what I think they should do, is you make this one of the bowl games where the collegiate players come out and they are the ones that play the game. You know, you intermix the Pro Bowl with a lot of the college guys playing the game, and I think you have the the, the Pro Bowlers act as sort of mentors for, you know, a a couple days stuff, you know, just something where there is interaction. And then you let the young guys who got something worth gaining play the game. You know what I mean? You know, rather than some well, of the other well, all-star games. Well, I, I think it would it would probably be a better product that yeah, way. Because I, th- no I think one of the because I think you know doing away with having you know our guys there. Um, it just is. It isn't. I, I, I like I'm torn, right? Right. Because. Because I, I, I was on that call. 
I was on that call with mm-hmm. with with the uh, with with the NFL and uh, selected player leadership, right? Okay. And just hearing the guys talk on the call, you know, it was just like it was like, man, these guys really don't want to play this game, you know, because it is different, right? Because, like you said, you we, we we've seen this game, we we've gone to this game, and. However you want to describe it, like there's still a certain level of pride involved, right? And to not, to be the only sport that doesn't literally put on its game is kind of weird, right? You have to admit, right? And so I, I just wish they could have came up with a better compromise instead of a seven on seven. I, I like your idea. Hey, get young guys in there. Almost play it like like the NBA has their uh, has their rookies versus frosh game. Oh, really? What's that now? Yeah. Well, where the rook is, is the rookies in the NBA, you know, they get a rookie team and then they okay. get a second year team. So guys who are all second years. Oh, that's and pretty they, cool. And and they play a head to head challenge game. That's now that's interesting, but at the same time, you know, if you take a look and you go to the East West game or the senior bowl, you know, why yeah. wouldn't you why not transport that over to Hawaii so that you got a nice place like Hawaii where you got the veterans coming over and they can hang out with their family for a week and have a great vacation, a well-earned vacation because they've they've had a great year, they're pro bowlers, to go out there and hang out in Hawaii for a week and the young bucks, they go out, they got practice, they got the the, the tough stuff to do and you just cheer them on, you know, and you you go to the game, cheer them on. I mean, what the heck? Why not? I mean, to me, it's like you got the young guys who who wouldn't if, – if I was a rookie selected to play in a game like that to be able to hobnob with the pros, you know, and stuff. I think that would just be the greatest thing, being in Hawaii for a week. I think it would really be a great thing and a great boon to the NFL. Well, you know, Mobile would be, would be upset. <laughs> the, senior, <laughs> the senior bowl would be upset. Uh, Jim Nagy and company would be like, Wait a second. We do this in mobile, mobile, like this is our thing. And no, we're not going to Hawaii. And then Hawaii, build a new stadium so that we can actually house it. Like that. Now you're getting like, like now it gets a little bit in the weeds on that one. That, right. That's where the political red tape or some cement shoes would come out for you, Wolf, for <laughs> recommending that. I'm just saying. Thank you for that warning. Just I'll uh, just keep my yeah. I'll keep my suggestions to myself then. <laughs> that's right. Just write them on a little lapel pen, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, a little piece of paper that you keep in your lapel. Right. Write it down, take a match, and burn it. <laughs> okay. And, there, and, at least it's out, and at least it's out your noggin. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Great thought number 394, Ixnay yeah. All-Star Game. <laughs> like, Ixnay, Upa's Stay, Movie Stay, All-Star Stay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, oh, my gosh. But yeah. I, seriously, Minka, he deserves a Pro Bowl. Absolutely. I would say, you know, another guy, I think Alex Highsmith is worthy yeah, of a Pro uh, Bowl nomination. Yeah. yeah. Alejandro himself. Yep. No, Ale- Alex has definitely earned it for himself. I mean, double-digit sacks, where you, where you sit right now in the top five in the NFL in sacks this season – that that should be almost like an auto bid. Yeah. You know, just just auto bid that position. Like, listen, three four, four, three, doesn't matter. Off the ball, on the ball, we're blitzing you. If, if he walks in the store, 
uh, you know, you're saying, yep, I need that guy. I need that guy to rush right now. I need him to give me all, all, all the sacks, grocery and otherwise, right? <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think Alex has earned that opportunity this year. I think he is, he has played such a good game with and without TJ. I mean, the man, the man has got it done, and yeah, I, I agree. I agree. For somebody else on defense to go. Definitely, Alex. Absolutely. All right, players and coaches. They, like I said, they they select the other two thirds, but the their that their votes count. Uh, you know, but the rosters will be revealed at 8 p.m. Wednesday, in the NFL Network, and then the Pro Bowl will be February 5th at Allegiant Stadium. You're really going to play seven on seven at Allegiant Stadium? I don't know, man. That just it's a little weird. Does story. it feel right? Does it feel no, right? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, it just. It just NFL flag season is over with. <laughs> just saying. Would you want to be the one, one-time game commissioner for the 7-on-7 seven seven game at Allegiant Stadium? What do you think? No. No. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> like really, of all the games to put me on, guys, yeah, this, th- this it. one, it's like the worst NFL officiating crew should get should get the flag football game <laughs> because there's less rules. Oh, they don't have to remember you, as much. Could you imagine that? Oh, we got we got the, the the seven on seven flag football game because of the fact that we are terrible. We are the lowest rated at, uh, NFL crew. <laughs> Yeah. Oh right. man. The highest yeah, goes hey. to the Super Bowl. The lowest goes to seven on seven. Hey, and then instead of a whistle, you get a pacifier. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh man. Even if even if you thought you were gonna blow a whistle, you just you just suck on the pacifier because it's like you did such a bad job this year, we're not even gonna give you a whistle for this game, you know? <laughs> It's going to rescind any invitation that we got, right? Exactly. <laughs> we can't go. You and guys... then, and then, and then, and then, the, and then their flags are like burpee towels. Oh man. Oh. Exactly. Well, yeah. that, that, okay, okay. We we've officially emasculated them. Okay. I think, I think we've just. But, kicked you know, that you, one you, know you know where I just, you know what? I I I jumped I jumped the shark with the with the pacifier. I did. I did. That's that's where I jumped the shark. <laughs> I was good and I was credible up until that point. Till I said, "Swap out the whistle for a pacifier." That that you know that was pretty low, even for me. Even for me, Wolf. I, All right. I I'm going to acknowledge that and take myself out. All right, <laughs> here we go. Because I'm going to hit you with something else now too. Because yeah, let's hear it. Let's go. We are both veterans of um, you know the rookie dinner. Uh, you got to rookies oh. take uh, the rest of the guys out. Like in, we did it in position groupings, like the offensive line to, you know, we, the rookies of the offensive line got to take out the, the rest of the offensive line. We would take the quarterbacks also and the trainers, they would come out with us. And then it would be up to us rookies to uh, fund the dinner. All right. Yes. All yes. Right. And, Financiers. And, and you were also a financier Oof. of a rookie dinner. If I remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now, the 49ers, they went out this past week, and they, they hit him. Uh, Eric Armstead, all right, the defensive unit went out. And uh, they went out to dinner, and the bill came to, let's see, it was 322391 Now, what they did was, of course, it was a prank, and he had the waitress bring out the bill, which was just, you know, ridiculous. 
and, and but it went. I guess it went viral on Instagram because they filmed it or something, and they showed the bill three hundred twenty-two thousand three hundred ninety-one. That would have that would have made me go, "Hello, what?" Yeah, I would I would have been like, "What in the hell did they order to go?" Yeah, how you could know? You, you, you could what a couple of cars or a number of cars. Oh, a food bank truck. What are you talking about? Cars. <laughs> well, that's to go, to roll up a bill of 322,000. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're you're feeding the entire community. <laughs> you know, at that point. Yeah, and, and I mean, it would like actually be cheaper. It would be cheaper if they did if they did like a turkey giveaway. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it just went to literally every neighborhood, you know what I'm saying, in the San Francisco greater San Francisco area and handed them you know, uh, their their own Thanksgiving meal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot. That 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 that's. I would I would venture to say that's about a 450 guest wedding. You know, service, reception, and after party included. You know, like at, at like, uh, the Taj Mahal for crying out loud. Yeah, ta- ta- Taj Mahal's Sistine Chapel probably would be available <laughs> at that point. Um. I mean, listen, you, you, you would be, you would be where, you know, you know, what you say I'm wherever I want to be <laughs> yeah. at that price. Yeah. At that price. Well, wherever you, you just buy an island for crying out yeah. loud. It's like, I would buy this island and rent it out as an Airbnb. Now, you know? now let me, let me put this. Now my, my bill that I recall, I think Tunch and I split it. We ended up having to split. It was around 600 bucks. What was your big bill? And this is 1980, mind you. You remember? Yeah. Don't, don't worry. Adjusted for inflation, 2004, <laughs> 20, almost $21,000. You're kidding me. No. Wow. Now, did you have any, any other rookies with you? I did. I had Bo Lacey, who was coming off a of practice squad for one of the two weeks. Yeah, exa- exactly. Now, now Bo, Bo gave me 400 bucks. Four or five hundred bucks. Well, it's all you can and, do. And Bear and Barrett Brooks put it on his had to put it on his credit card because my credit card limit was only at five thousand as a rookie. Wow. Wow. So so I was like I was like, thank you, because I was like, man, I was I was literally about to go and start washing dishes. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like this is absolutely ridiculous. And and of course to to boot Barrett also asked for a copy of the receipt so that he could file it for his taxes as a, a charitable donation. I was like, <laughs> "Well, let's see." Yeah, it, it was it was bad. The the San Francisco Cisco dinner actually cost seventy five hundred, and Armstead and two other vets put a thousand bucks towards it, um, and the rookies split the forty five hundred, so they had it easy. They got they got off light, but that, that's pretty amazing. Light, what well, light? Yeah, that's not. Even, I'm like, what? That's it? Oh yeah, I what'd mean, you, that's what, it. What did you buy the guys? A couple pieces of fish and uh, some beer. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, it was seventy five hundred, yeah. and the vets gave you know, what, like I said, what, three was, grand towards it. So that yeah. that's not bad. Oh, did, did they use their fine money? What did the vets do? <laughs> I don't know. That's what we used to do too. They, oh yeah, we, yeah. The fine you money. Had the, you had access to the fine pool. I was yeah. like, unless you missed a week of bringing our snacks to the room, then. <laughs> we deducted it from the from the pony pool, but uh, 
but yeah, no, it, it was yeah. That, that's that, that's wild. I now, mean, it, let me ask you: Did you used to find each other for like holding calls or mental, uh, you know, mental blows where you you you, you know mess up or um, giving up a sack? That's what we used to do. Well, uh, we definitely we had a page we had pages. We actually had an O line rule book. <laughs> no. And, Yes, and, and we would have the parliament parliamentarian look 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 up <laughs> if there was a fine. Because I mean, we, we, I mean, cause we had all that's great. Yeah, because I mean, we 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 had everything. Else. I mean, we had all the rules covered. So any penalty from false start all the way to a personal foul, mm-hmm. there was there was a numerical value for the fine. Uh, there was a uh, a loafing one which was caught off screen. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, that that was another one. Was I that told, the Belushi yeah. one, or was, or was that something no, else? The, no, the Belushi is where you don't touch anybody on camera and we see it. Okay. This, this, this one's more like a radar call where you're watching the film, the end of a run or a pass, and you don't end up in the, in, in the screen at all oh. before you actually, uh, you know, before the play actually ends or cuts the tape. Oh, <laughs> so you got to so, run to so the pile. Yeah, so there was Belushi, right, and the, and then there was the ra- the radar one, <laughs> meaning you're not on the Doppler radar. You're, you're, you, we haven't gotten a hit from you. You know what I'm saying? So, so that that was what the Judas rule. Right, we talked about that one. All right, refresh me on the Judas rule, but is it snitching? Right. Yeah, sn- sn- snitching throwing on your, your buddy, buddy under the bus. Exactto yeah, That okay. was more of a practice related one versus a right. game. Right, but but no, but but there is a, there there is an exception. We did have it happen once, Docu- well twice. I think that yeah, once once from the game, but the other one was definitely in in the facility around the meeting room. <laughs> I remember remember one time uh, we were in we were watching practice film from the practice right. So Tunch had been playing. Um, center also for you know with mike webster you know relieving him and so forth well one time um webby was in there and uh raleigh dodge thought it was tunch you know so he's ripping yeah he's ripping tunch but it was webby that messed up on the play <laughs> unbelievably so right so he's sitting there and in the dark in the meeting as we're going over and over the film and everything like that and he's just ripping webby <laughs> And Tunch leans over and he pokes Webby. He goes, Webby, are you going to tell him it was you? And Webby just looks at him, smiles, doesn't, doesn't say nothing, right? And Raleigh keeps ripping Tunch. And all of a sudden, right at the end, when when the fury of Raleigh was spent, basically, he goes, Webby goes, oh, I'm sorry, Raleigh, that's me. And, and Raleigh goes, oh. And then he doesn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen. Listen, when, when, uh, when Coach Zerline was here. Yep. That was that was Allen. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. It was. It was like. It was like. Oh, Red was it? Like he'll literally go. I can't believe you. You know, Starks. I can't believe you, Willie. Uh, you know, it just uh, upset. And then we. And then Sean Mayhan. Remember Sean Mayhan? I remember Sean, Sean Mayhan, Mayhan was there for yes. that year. Mayhan with Mahanimal was uh, was Mayhanimal. was at the center <laughs> position. And then uh, and then after that, it, it, then we got got to the left guard. It was like. All right. Anyways, Marvell, <laughs> and then he look at Marvell, and Marvell, you know, Marvell had that blacked out face, uh, face, uh, face yeah. uh, visor. visor. Yeah. 
and then and then he would just walk away. Then he and then he yell at me, who wasn't even in the game, uh, for something that Marvell did. <laughs> I was I was like, I was like, oh my god, he's literally scared of the left side of our line. I'm like, this is just leave him alone. This is comical. This is comical. <laughs> this is, you know, and this is my fourth year in the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, wow, wow, really? Okay, all right. Well, all right. Well, Vell, you time, got that time to roll, yeah. my friend. Yeah. He was like, no, no. I mean, I was sitting there. I was like, I was like, like Marvell, you get that? He's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So I'm like, all right, so cool. I'll just, I'll just get yelled at. All right, fine. You know, I mean, but the same thing. I mean, it's funny how different phases happen in our in our lives and our careers, and yep. yet still things stay the same. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. There's still certain guys who are untouchable. And you know they're 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 the made man, right? Yep. Like like in the mafia movies, they're the made men, and they don't get yelled at. But anywho, all right, we're gonna step aside, Wolf. That yep. was a uh, that that was a trip down memory lane for the Wolf. first segment, as always. But uh, when we come back, we're gonna continue to talk about this because I have a question for you, Wolf. Ooh. A little bit a different headline um, about a former player and some some issues he had. Uh, that popped up yesterday that went issues. a little viral. Yeah, yeah, issues, situations, and complications. I want to see if this has ever happened to you. Uh, you know, but we'll be back. We're in the locker room. Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, back in the locker room here. Wolf and Starks in the morning. Uh, Craig, I teased it. Um, Yes. So some so something occurred yesterday. You know, yesterday kind of surfaced, and uh, just figured I'd get it out the way because this is a big NFL headline um, today. But a certain situation happened, and and we all have gone out and had our fun and been a little wild in you know our younger days. Um, but you know, it was reported, of course, you know cite the source right i mean uh, tmz <laughs> has now become an actual sports source for us uh, but you know nbc brought it up uh, pro football talk actually wrote an article about it. it's the only reason why i legitimized it i would never bring on a tmz article uh but yeah, yeah exactly but uh apparently you know uh, current NFL Network host, um, former NFL player and Patriots Hall of Famer. He's in their ring of honor. Uh, Willie McGinnis, uh, I guess, you know, something happened and transpired mm. where he was arrested for for a fight in a, in a, uh, in a club. Now, mind you, Willie McGinnis is uh, also like 50-plus years old. Right. Uh, <laughs> and and But because he's an NFL Network employee – um, he is subject to the personal conduct policy. Um. So so apparently he got into a fight and swung a bottle at a, at a guy. Um, 
Actually, which, I think he hit a guy, didn't he, with a bottle? Oh, yes, right. Yes, right. Yeah. He did. He he did make contact. I apologize. Made yes. contact with a bottle as he was out there in uh, in West Hollywood at a club. But yeah, no. I mean, this is one of the things. Like you know, you don't think about these things. Um, in the but I also definitely didn't think that you know at that age because I mean Willie's right smack dab in the middle of both of our age groups, right, Wolf? <laughs> um, uh-huh. You know, so you know I have to ask you, you know. When's the last time you've been to a nightclub and then decided to get into a fight in a nightclub? Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? been a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> you know, and we, you know, we have to mitigate this with um, understanding of is the statute of limitations run out on any past grievances? You know? <laughs> yeah, because yes, I, I exactly. T- <laughs> the building's still standing. You, you don't, 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 don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like a um hmm. Okay, well, we'll just kind of be careful here. But, you know, I, I back in the day at Syracuse, I actually, in the offseason, I used to bounce at joints. You know, that's the only there way you get yeah. any money. Because, you know, we didn't, have, we didn't have NIL. We didn't have, uh, you know, no. the most I got uh, that any alumni ever dropped on me was a $20 bill to get some pizza. You know what I mean? And I was grateful yeah. for that, you know, back in the day. Oh, well, thank you very much, you know. But, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like I, I remember a time. It's really funny because um, this is a true story, by the way. Uh, anyhow, uh, my senior year, I ended up uh, working at a Irish joint, and on uh, St. Patty's Day, uh, some of my co-workers decided not to show, so I was the only guy there, you know, as oh far as uh, you know, on the uh, security crew, right? So um, oh, there was three gentlemen that were uh, in uh, having some, you know, getting a little wild, so um, I had to take them out. So I, one by one, I, you know, whoop, got to, this guy got to go. Well, what happened was after one guy went out, another guy went, I came back, brought the other guy. Well, then the other guy kind of, they were waiting on me, and so I ended up tearing my shirt and got into a little dust-up, but that was all cool. We took care of it. Um, came back in for the third guy. The third guy was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. So flash forward um, over a decade, maybe 11 years, okay, 11, 12 yeah. years later, I'm on a cruise down in the Caribbean, right? I'm sitting up top, and it's an NFL Legends cruise. I wasn't the NFL legend. I, there were legends there. I was just hap- I was on an NFL cruise, right? So I'm up yeah. top, and I'm, I'm sitting there talking to Pete Hollihan, who uh, was a tight end for the Rams back in the day, right? And so yeah. we go back and forth talking. Son of a gun, if he's not one of the three guys that I threw out 12 years earlier— <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and the best part was he turns to me and goes, yeah, he goes, I didn't even like those other two guys. <laughs> oh, it was my gosh. You that talk about a funny. small world. That's like incredible. Man, you know? That is incredibly small. That is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. And you're right, Wolf. I mean, I, I was the same thing. I, I I was a, I worked as a bouncer. Me and my, me and a couple of my teammates. You got to put um, your job skills to good use, right? We we do we do. I mean, and funny enough, it was, so it was my center, my center Dave Jorgensen, our long snapper Casey Griffith, and then uh, Mike DeGory, one of our backup linemen. We all worked at this at this bar called Bank Nightclub in uh, in Gainesville. Okay. And so you know we 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 did everything though. I mean you know on slow nights we were behind the bar mm-hmm. bartending. You know, and then also ran security. So it was just funny. You, you talk about that. And I'm like, man, I, re- I remember those days that we'd all get in the car, ride over together. Yep. But, I mean, the, the, just the amount of bozos you had to deal oh, with. Oh, yeah. 
that on a, on a on a regular, you know, it was all and it was always some of the frat guys, you know, that just yep. you know they yep. wanted wanted to test their might, right? Because they see the yep. football players that are in here working, yep. and so they you know they try and make their stuff. And we had one night th- this dude. So so like you, right? Like first of all, purple heart to you for working St. Patty's Day solo. Um, <laughs> that wasn't because, my choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what? Yeah, but 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 once again. Call push pressed into service. You answer the call, right? Yeah, you you know what I'm saying? You like, do what you gotta hey, do. Gotta do what you gotta do. And you know, I just I I remember those days where you had certain holidays. By the way, St. Patty's Day is a dry holiday in in Irish culture. Like if you go to Ireland, they don't serve alcohol. How about uh, that? for for St. Pat because it's more of a holy holiday. Right. Leave it up to us, right, to oh, go ahead man. and alcoholize you know the <laughs> holiday. Um, but. But so so we're working one night and, and like this is big frat party deal thing. I can't oh, even boy. remember what it was called. And so they're coming, you know, they're they've already been drinking at the frat house. They've been to other frat houses and sorority houses. So these dudes come in, they're boisterous, and and it's like, oh man, it's gonna be a long night. These oh, dudes boy. are already wa- lost. And one of the dudes like threw ice mm. at at our long snapper, Casey Griffin, which by the way. Casey Griffin, like, you know how we think of our long snappers? Like, like Christian Coons, you know, physical dude, right? You know, right. Greg, Greg Warren would also get a little jolly. So long snappers are usually the guys you don't want to mess with, right? Those are like the kamikaze guys. Yep. So you don't mess with them. And so they throw the ice. Casey, Casey jumps over at him and, 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 and is like, what are you doing? And the dude oh, no. tried to swing at him. Whoops, bad move. And by the way, not not a sober swing. Uh, <laughs> you know, K- Casey's watching this slow motion swing, so he just he just steps back and then he's like, and then he looks at me, gives me a wink, and we already know what's up. Oh boy! And we descended upon that VIP table and we dismantled <laughs> this fraternity. And, and 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 we had the side door, so we call it the heave ho. Uh, oh, yes. Will you give the Will you give the heave ho call? Yes. The guy who's ever working that door, he just boom pops it open, and then next thing you know, it looks like you. Did you ever watch the show Fresh Prince of Bel Air ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. DJ Jazzy Jeff, when Uncle Phil would kick DJ Jazzy Jeff out the house, right, right, he, he'd be like, ah. We literally we were tossing <laughs> these dudes like like they were a ring toss, like out of out of the bar. I mean, it was funny. It was about seven of them. So, so, yeah. so it took so some you heave get those type of, Yeah, it took some heave-ho, but it was a fun heave-ho night. That was a fun heave-ho <laughs> night. But, but yeah, to get to this point, yeah, there's sti- you still have to conduct yourself at a certain decorum. Yeah. Nobody is above reproach. Right. And even though that was like my welcome to the NFL moment individual and Willie McGinnis, like that was the first guy I went up against against the Patriots and he dusted me on the first play, <laughs> I, have to, I have to bring this up because – personal conduct and how you conduct yourself and where yeah. you're at with your life. It's a lifetime thing, especially when you're associated with this league. Like for us, we're held to the same standard, Wolf, you know, where right. you can't, you can't, you can't have these lapses in judgment. No. And at this point in your life, what are you going out to do yeah. and prove and celebrate that needs to be handled at a nightclub and then getting that offended and that upset and worked up that you need something of that nature. So the, the moral of the story is Wolf, Stay home. Stay home. home. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I would agree. There's no doubt. Hey, you want to drink, you want to smoke a cigar, back porch is just as good. And and you get to pick your own music. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it, it's just it, – it, that was one thing that – that was a headline. I saw it. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a head-scratcher, you know, because that's Cause usually Willie an off-season headline. All right, Willie should oh. know. You know what I and mean? And he's gone this long that to then have it happen at this point, you know, it's just – it's just a lapse of judgment that I was just – I was upset about it because of the decorum. And, and listen, I like Willie. Yeah. I, I've worked with him on NFL – I've gone on NFL Network and worked mm-hmm. with him. So, I mean, and I've told him the story about him whipping my butt in New England and then me, of course, getting back at him when he became a Cleveland Brown. <laughs> but it was like I, I ate my Wheaties and did some push-ups. Um, but, but it was – it's just like one of those things you, just, you hate to see that, but at yeah. the same time – no, I mean, you, you had to call it out. When it when it happens, because that, that that's that's unfair. And he also had two other guys with him for one. Yeah, game. has he made any statement yet? I've not heard he, of any any no, statement. He he has not come out with a statement yet. Only the reports and obviously the police report and TMZ. Yeah. Um, and every other news outlet has now reported on it. So I'm assuming that's something that's going to be discussed. And you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if uh, he keeps his job after that because that's that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. That's There's no doubt about it. You know what? And before we go to break, I always tell people, you know, because a lot of people were, you know, have been talking about the, the Marcus Allen situation and Deontay Johnson, you know, and they go, you know, before you, you I, and I understand you can't allow things like that to happen. Just as Willie McGinnis should know, you can't do things like that. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a, a retired professional football player, because the standard is still something big, right? But yeah, in the moment, in the moment, as we talked about yesterday, it is so hard in a macho blood sport like football to hold your water when the emotions are running hot and heavy. And you know, and I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not excusing either guy. And I'm talking about Deontay or or uh, Marcus Allen. But you know, you you gotta you gotta walk a, a mile in their cleats before you you simply write it off and say that's just horrible da da da. You know what I mean? Because I, I you and I both know you you know you shouldn't do it. You know you should walk away or do something, and instead you find yourself punching somebody, and then you pay. You know you reap the whirlwind for that. But the fact is, yep. you know it's it's just calm down about it. You know what I mean? And thank goodness, yeah. hopefully, Marcus learned a good lesson without costing. A, a, a the team a, a, a you know a victory and uh, that sort of thing and so it can be used as a good teaching moment but you know the fact is it's a little harder than you might think to to not do what you should do or not yeah do what you shouldn't do yeah L- listen but but let, let, let's be perfectly clear yes. another thing that happened this weekend right okay um I would take Deontay and Marcus Allen's penalty over what Jacoby Myers did in New England. Oh heavens, yeah. You mean the uh, <laughs> you know the, like, the 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 the, the, uh, the toss the, backwards? Yeah, exactly. The lat the lateralception. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, listen, I was like, listen. Okay, I'd rather him have a dead ball foul, and they just get a new set of downs. Versus, you're going into overtime, and you attempt, you know, to throw to 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 run throw the ball away. And you throw it directly to the hands of Chandler Jones, who we'll see this weekend. Uh, <laughs> and what do we call allow that? Him to the immaculate it. interception? <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, exactly. The the immaculate interception is a perfect phrase for that one. But I mean, it's just crazy. So I was like, I would take that. But you're absolutely right. Decorum is always there. And listen, I'm never one to to bury guys on that. I was upset, visibly upset about it. But at the same time, when you look at the grand scheme of what else transpired. I think it's lower on the totem pole. And, yeah. and like you said, it didn't cost us the victory. So 
it's now a learning opportunity versus an employment uh yeah. <laughs> employment or lack type of, of thereof lack thereof because yeah yeah that would that would have been a very long flight home had that <laughs> been one of the uh, things so it wasn't but anywho we'll step aside wolf and when we come back we'll continue to talk about some other fun news headlines and of course it's a mike tomlin press conference day here today so following us we will get mike tomlin live of course talking about the game that was and probably he'll probably have to address that that marcus allen uh uh penalty and the deontay penalty but uh, we'll also start to preview because we're one day closer to uh, Christmas Eve showdown against the Raiders. You yes. know, as, as a, put a little Berman on there. Um, yeah, uh, there we go. There we go. Look at that. Wesley Euler. Yeah, gosh. Doing and what also, only Wesley can do. Hey, by the way, Wolf. Yes. Did you know today Steelers Week in Review has dropped with Wesley Euler talking about pinch the game last week. You can't pinch to Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Yes, I love it. I love it. We missed it last week. It is so good. We're pitching to you, Johnny. That's right. Steelers <laughs> Week in Review with Wesley Euler is on the Steelers mobile app and the iHeartRadio app podcast, wherever you podcast, and you can find Johnny Wesley Euler on there. We're going to step aside. We're in the locker room. Wolf and Starks here on ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Trubisky under center. Hands it off. Najee, stiff arm. Gets to the five. Stiff arms his way into the end zone for the Pittsburgh Steelers touchdown. From seven yards out, Najee Harris, his sixth of the year, and the Steelers forge ahead on their first possession. In almost a quiet fashion, Najee has been coming along since, you know, we leave training camp and the, got the iron uh, piece of uh, whatever the foot thing in his shoe, you know, uh, having the foot injury, coming back from that, and then moving along. And here we are with, uh, you know, just a few games to play. And if he averages 70, 70 yards a game in each game, he, he's going to end up over a thousand yards rushing. Max, did you see this when you know when we were struggling early on in the season? Yeah, I mean, Wolf, this one of those seasons tough because you knew it was there, right? Yes. You, and it started slow in training camp, and then we kind of picked up um, towards the end of training camp because remember, offense was winning those those head to head battles. Oh, that's right, because. Then you know, then it was like lobster and steak exactly. and stuff was, like that. Surf, surf and turf, extraordinaire was on the line, so you knew it was in them. So for them to get to that position, right? For them to now be what we saw, you know, and all but the Ravens, like the Ravens game, just kind of sits in between. It's like that. It's like that thorn in the side, right? Right. Of these great performances that they've been putting together, and the domination that they had been exacting on the opposite team so for the run game to be here where it's at i mean i'm happy but it's like man what could have been at certain moments exactly Um, oh i'm sorry yeah if the if the moment was seized by 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 this unit exactly so now think about this uh 
Najee Harris, is, uh, this last game, he played 66% of the snaps. Uh, Jalen Warren, 34%. Now, I've, I'm, I'm one of those guys that was like, you know what? Run Najee until the wheels fall off. Okay, that's what I, that was yeah. my thinker rating, okay? But you know what? Maybe the resurgence that, that Najee's feeling that he's exhibiting now is also part and parcel of the fact that he's not carrying the ball and catching the ball at the clip that he did last year. Maybe he was worn out. Yeah, I mean, it maybe he was. And, and I think the thing is is that he's stronger because he he hasn't taken as many snaps. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, like early in the year, he was battling an injury, right? So right. we have we didn't get to see this. Um, kind of full-on Najee that we've seen, like the Atlanta game and then also <laughs> in this Carolina Panthers game. Angry Najee, right? Right, um, right. The burning man. But bur- Yeah, burning man. And, and and is it because we're below the Mason-Dixon line playing? I don't know. But it was just – it's one of those things where I'm happy that we found that one-two punch for him, right? Yes. So that when you do have Jalen Warren come in, you know the same energy is going to be brought. Might not be the same package, Right, but it's the right. same energy because Jalen Jalen gets bounced a little bit. But I I will contend with this: all but like maybe two or three rushes this season, he's still always falling forward. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's good to have that balance because because like you said, we didn't really have that last year, so you had to do that to Najee, and you had to run him. And there he there was a rundown period on him, but. If you can keep him fresher and allow him to kind of do this type of clips now, obviously I still want him to hit 100 yards rushing in a game. That That's something that yeah. I think he deserves. Um, as well as the 1,000 yards too. As well as 1,000. But, you know, but still at the same aspect, you're like, okay, I, we had some hiccups along the way, but this is the Najee that we should expect. And this year we didn't take as much tread off the tire for him. So hopefully – he finishes out strong these last three games. And then, of course, you're thinking about next year, right? You're starting to project for next year. And you're like, okay, if Najee comes in and Najee's just Najee, uh, we're going to be okay at the running back position. And then Jalen Warren coming in and kind of assuming the mantle of that of that number two guy. Right. Is, it, it sets up for, okay, we have some things to glean. You know, there's some bright spots that we can now start to hang our hat on at this point in the year. Exactly so. You know, I mean, and the importance of it, I, I think that maybe it, it's really being a boon to Najee. And you think about the coaching staff. How much faith and trust do they have in Jalen Warren? Well, you take a look at that 13-play drive at the end of the game. Najee had three carries on that drive. Then Warren comes in. He gets three. And then Najee comes back to carry two more to set up the the field goal but with the Wizard of Boz, right? That yeah. it says a lot about what you you believe that Jalen is able to contribute when you're able to do that. Well, and that and then the fact that you you ran more than you passed in that last drive. Yes, that's how it became a 13 play drive, right? Yes, not a three and out, not a four and out. It was it. it they ran the ball and uh, and controlled the line of scrimmage so that we could close the game out and essentially ice the game with the boss kick. Yes, and yeah, it was great. It worked to per- perfection, I would say, wouldn't you? It, it worked just as they drew it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> How sweet yeah. it is! Absolutely, it is. It, it was. It, I mean, it was. Just, it was cool, and it was cool to see that because we had seen teams do it to us, Wolf. You know yes, what I'm saying? Like absolutely, like 
earlier this year, that Patriots game, that was ah. one that was just so tough. The Jets game, and then, of course, most recently, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, kind of doing it to us. So for us to have an opportunity to go show others how it feels instead of having it done to you and, and trying to lick your own wounds, you're like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it? Mm. Sorry, thank – hey, th- thanks for the Permani sandwiches, buddy. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. Love from Pittsburgh. Have, ha- happy holidays. You know, exactly it was it was so. a good it was a it was a good feeling. But all right, Wolf, we have to step aside one more time Guess because who's coming up. Well, I mean, you know, it 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 could only be one of two people, uh, but it's only one. When it's a Tuesday, it is our own Spanish play-by-play, Alvaro Martin. <laughs> Coming up in the Power Hour. There you go. Here next on SNR and ESPN Radio.